Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. Hey guys, it's episode 116 of Please Advise. I brought back one of my favorite guests from the past. She's someone I enjoy talking to via text time to time. I really love doing her podcast. Love Alexi. It's Alexi Wasser. Why are you giggling over there like a schoolgirl, Alexi? You're such a pro podcaster. I am? I don't know. You're so good. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're really good too. Um, But I think, can I give you a note? Yeah. You have to stop thinking you're not good because you're like, is, is this you're like, am I rambling? And I'm like, that's what a podcast is. is you just ramble oh my for God. two hours. I'm finally getting to the point good. where I'm trying to like, oh, just be like, yeah, to, oh, my God, I don't even want to say I like myself, but I'm just trying to be like, OK, with a long intro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that you do intros. I actually like looked back on it and I thought. You know, it, there is that awkward like sidestep moment sometimes where you have to introduce the guest. And if I don't know the guest well, yeah. I usually start by addressing Christina and doing like a five minute. Hi, Christina. Which, by the way, hi, Christina. Hi. Hi, Christina. Uh, hi. Am I leaning into the mic? You're great. Great. Okay. Cool. You're a pro podcast. You're very cool. I know. Confidence. I'm, okay. Confidence, baby. That's all, I'm doing that in 2017. Fake it till you make it, though. Because I, know, I have to tell you, we were just talking right before this. Um, I feel very agoraphobic all the time right now i'm like i don't think i was invited to any holiday parties but you're throwing your own party i'm having a little mixer i'll be there wine and beer only i do not want people and weed i don't want people boozing at my house on a monday like it's a hard out at 10 p.m is it really it's 6 to 10 and it's like get your ass out the door at 10 p.m like i can't do yeah hard out i have to go to bed and watch vanderpump rules oh my god i feel like i've been side note of a side note i feel like i've been prepping for this podcast i didn't know i was gonna do until you texted me yesterday, which, by the way, I'm supposed leading with confidence. But who backed out? No one. Somebody must have backed out. No, there was no back out. Oh, I, I swore just... I wasn't going to say this because it's a bad look. It's like an insecure look to be like, who backed out? But it... usually if you get the invite. <clears throat> last minute. Um, yeah, last minute. I mean, somebody backed out. No, um, I backed out on myself because I didn't <laughs> I didn't book a guest. And then I checked my calendar. I was like, oh, I got to send the emails or whatever. And I had asked Leslie Grossman to be my guest for the 2 p.m. spot. But and but we knew we were going to do a call with Christina's mom. But I was like, I, I, I didn't have a guest. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, you were the first and only person I asked. Thank the fuck God. Okay. You were the first and only. Okay. Because last night and the night before last. Oh, my God. Maybe yeah. The and then she was last. like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to talk to you, Christina. No. <laughs> no, I'm so excited about it. Oh, my God. God. We all need to be more secure in ourselves. So we're all great, you guys. Uh, happy holidays. But um, oh, 
I feel like I've been prepping for this podcast without even realizing it because I've been like a loser just watching Vanderpump Rules like between like 8 p.m. and 4 in the morning, mm-hmm. just like binge watching. Yes. And by the way, I'm so rude because you texted me about Vanderpump Rules. I I'm never fine. even responded to it, which is which is which bums me out because I always want to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Like yeah. it must have come on a really busy day and it's- I saw it and I didn't process it. And I and I was like, I have to get back to her later. And then I and then when I opened up our text exchange so I could say like, hey, girl, like, do you want to come over and pod tomorrow? I was like, the last thing she texted me about was Vanderpump. And I haven't even addressed this. No, it's totally fine because I have like a weird policy. Oh, this mic is just like it's so weird to talk to you. with This huge mic in my face. Do you, you guys feel- can't. No, 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 no. Christina, don't do a thing. Don't you dare. <laughs> I just I can't not say how I feel when I'm thinking at all times. But okay. I'm just. Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. So, you are yeah, a little bit. We got to stop. 2017. <laughs> We're um, working on this. I just want people to feel comfortable. Well, I have this new rule going back to the text thing where I don't send texts if I can't handle not getting a reply. So I'm like, oh, my God, fuck it. It doesn't matter if I like send it into the ether oh. and you don't get back to me. Like I was already OK with you not getting back to me. OK. Because I and I also hope that people will do me the same favor when like if I don't get back to people's texts, I can't stand having to like I hate when people double text me or triple text me with like these weird like a passive aggressive like okay sorry oh guess you're too busy never mind uh question mark are we okay i'm like oh my god like so i will i don't care if you if you don't respond to me i just assume like that's a really good rule to put in place by the way yeah or else i'll just like spiral and i know that i don't get back to other people and i don't it's not because i don't like them yes okay but with dudes it's totally different because like okay because if a guy that i like texts me I'm going to answer him or I'm going to find the time to answer him eventually. Also, sorry, Wags has really bad gas right now. He's oh, like he rotting does? Through, Don't yeah, lie. He's You're it. lying. No, it's you. I, I, no, I frequently talk Christina. about it on this podcast. I think he has a really bad allergy and he's rotting from the inside out. I don't. He's on my lap. Do you see him? Oh, no. He's so tiny. He's such a friendly little critter. He hated me downstairs. He, he was did? like freaking out. He was like. He yeah. doesn't know that like if you want attention, you have to ask for it. He's like an he's like a child acting out or yeah. like a drunk girl acting out and like accusing people of shit at parties that they've never done. Like he's like that. And it's oh like, goodness. hey, you know what? You could get the exact same amount of attention if you just act like a nice, normal person. You don't have to be that way. He'll get there. Um, yeah, that's what you <laughs> but with the. With the guys, you shouldn't return their that those are the ones you definitely shouldn't be returning their text. If I like them? Yeah, that's the secret. That's when you really shouldn't be returning a text. Mm, yeah. Well, uh so I asked out like a guy that's like a friend of mine. Yeah. And we had a great date. Okay. This is and someone recently said to me, Oh, like this is parallel to the question that I asked you on please advise. We had a girl get like gently let down by a bartender that she's had a really big crush on for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And um he did. He wrote her like a very gentle letdown, being like, Hey, I really like you. I'm just still getting over my last relationship and I don't think that I'm the person that you deserve right now. And I was like, if I were you, I would be satisfied with that answer because he's saying he likes you. He's just saying he can't do this right now. That's, yeah. that's like a sad I think that's a lovely there's some lovely messaging in yeah, there. Yeah, and he's a communicator. He's holding himself accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I went out with this guy that's like a friend of mine and I had to say like as a friend, he's not a great texter. Like you can text him from time to time like, "Oh, hey, blah blah blah," and he won't get back to you um but now that like we went on a date and made out i'm like we should be like you should be texting me like you should at least be asking me out more actively than you are but he's right not, but he's not right 
I have not heard from him and I did the lamest thing. Like we have so much to talk about. I've got to tell you that stuff too. Okay, keep going. I sent him a text that just said, I hope you have a nice day. Oh my God. <laughs> like I am such a fucking loser. Like even Wags doesn't like it. Wags no, is like Wags is like Molly, mom, mom, how fucking despo are you? Oh my God. I hope you have a nice day. I've got to work. Okay, wait. He never wrote back? No, like seven hours later, he wrote, thanks. Oh, my (laughs) God. Wags is like, next. And I (laughs) sent it to my friend, and she was like, this man is a monster. And I was like, no, I'm a fucking dork. And I said, also, like, if a a guy, like, because I've gone on Tinder dates with guys that liked me way more than I liked them, and they've written me, like, hope you have a good day text before. And I'm like, Oh, suck my dick. Like, I get so... I have no... Wags has very strong feelings about this. Wags is not... Wags? (laughs) Wags, why are you upset with Alexi's enjoyment of what a loser I am? Is it... I'm not... I don't think you're a loser, but is it my perfume? Have a nice day. I hope you have a nice day. Because you're looking for an in and you're like, why can't I just say have a nice day? And like, what else, what's he going to do with it? Because he didn't do anything, but he was already like that before. And I but also like I brought it with the, the asking him out. Like I was feeling myself like yeah. I asked him out and I was just like, hey, I was like, I think you and I should go on a date. And he was like, I was feeling like cocky. Like and sometimes I'll, you know, I think you ask about guys too, right? Oh my god, I, have, I I don't think we should. No. You don't? No, and I have a whole belief system and I was just thinking about that on the drive over here. I don't because when I do, I love that you were the happen to be thinking about that. I happen because I I have a whole other thing. We'll, we'll get to it in a moment, but I don't think we should because we want something different. Of course we can ask out guys. We're so good at talking to strangers. Our whole life is like, right. well, hey, look at me, world. We're doing our thing. I got 20 podcasts. I mean, you've got I, 20 podcasts. I never have a problem talking to a stranger yeah, from the internet. Never. Ever. So the yeah. one time you shouldn't, oh my God, people are going to shit all over this theory because I had like Caroline Goldfarb on my podcast. Yeah. You know, like official Sean Penn. Yes, yes, yes. And she gave great advice talking about how like you shouldn't have sex too soon. Like all this, even though she's like sells tote bags that say like that's not wait, yeah, hold on, say, who is she to give advice she no, sells fucking tote that, bags that's not my point that is not my point no. my point is she sells tote bags that say be a slut or whatever or like yeah. a, it's like be a slut do whatever you want that was my point not the fact that she sells tote bags we've all sold tote bags at some point no, I hope true. to sell them it's actually, again it's not incorrect I just can't I afford to sell them again. I just can't afford to get them in production you know but, uh, but so she sells these tote bags on her website I don't know why I'm talking about this so much every single detail is not necessary but she sells these tote bags say be a slut uh do your thing do whatever you want whatevs okay but she was giving advice on my podcast saying alexi imagine your vagina is your hope diamond are you gonna give your hope diamond away to just any fucking bonehead like because i'm used to having sex like on the first date second date because i'm like i'm an empowered woman i don't give a fuck i like sex too but the one time like because we're such powerhouses, oh my, oh, what I'm just saying, I'm saying how I feel. Because we're all such powerhouses, we're powerhouses. We're powerhouses, you guys. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know, newsflash, exclusive. <laughs> we are, we're powerhouses. <laughs> but we lead so intensely in our work life and our blah, 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 whatever. That's when we have to like, because you want a guy who is right. your rock for you, right? You want the guy who like can make you, at the end of the day, you can like feel cozy with him and right. feel a little bit protect and have him like tap into that gender 
traditional do, gender I, roles. I mean, I'm a, I am such a slut for gender roles. Aren't I love you? Them. Yeah. I'm such a slut for gender roles. What? Yes. No. What? No. Yes. Why I'm, am I not allowed to want to be romance? No, you have to say what you, you want. You can be romance, but it doesn't mean you have to adhere to gender roles. I'm not saying that I, like, look, <clears> I, <throat> I like to cook. Yeah. I like to keep the like if when Liking I Liking to cook is not an inherently female no, thing. But no, no, I'm no, saying no. I That's like traditional gen- I would love I dating. would love if a man wanted to pay for my life. Yeah. And all I had to no. do was cook and have sex with him. I'm not I would saying love that. that. I'm not saying that. But here, <laughs> no, but here here I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna tell you what you mean. I would love that. Sorry. I know what Molly means and I get where you're coming from. And and, and listen, we're all feminists. Of course. We we have careers. Yeah. We have a lot of shit to do. We're driven. That's not gonna change. But right now, and I talk about this on my podcast all the time, too much to the point of where I feel like men and women want to punch me in the face because they're like stop talking about who should pay on a first date because I'm just I feel like the man should pay on the first date because and, and that's too. and that's why we have to be careful because I was going to do this too early this morning can I just I'm just going to go on a tangential rant here do it I okay I'll, I'll talk about this that in a podcast moment. is half tangential rant. It, it is just half. so <laughs> last night I met this guy and I think he's very attractive and very handsome and his name sounded familiar to me and then I got home and I realized that like five years ago we met at a party and he emailed me a picture that he took of us at the party in the group email from like 2011 and I wanted to last night because I'm so like impetuous and just qu- like I move so fast and think everything's moving so slow but I move so fast and I take charge and I I almost forward him the email and went, hey, isn't this crazy? We did meet five years ago. But then I realized, first of all, don't be sending this at 4.30 in the morning because it'll let him know you've no, been thinking psychotic. about him. Yeah. That's psychotic. I'm sure you would have done it too. How dare you? I would have thought about it. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought about it. But I instead usually just join in a new astrology website. Oh, great. And, and I got to look up. And that's that's how I redirect that energy. Well, then this morning I was like, is 10 a.m. too soon? So instead, And then I, I, I wrote something. Then I, then I deleted the draft. And then I realized... You can't do it because any way I spin it, any way I go, isn't this crazy? I just had to send it to you. I would love to have you on my podcast sometime. Like any way I spin it, it's me going after him and that negates what I'm looking for in a romantic relationship. If my goal is just be friends with the dude, then great. I can message him and that's fine. But either way, the message I'm sending to him is like I'm coming after him and I do think he's cute and I probably do want a romantic thing. So I've got to be real with myself. And I, so you have to like, not ask the guy out. I believe that. I believe yeah, that. I, I actually was very pleasantly surprised by the one time I really wanted to ask a guy out and I like kept thinking I like really I had to join like four astrology websites Which and ones? buy all these astro I think like astrology.com. Okay. I bought like all these tokens. I like had I had our love matches lined up. I like literally went on Wikipedia and looked up his fucking birthday. We've got to donate to Wikipedia. I'm worried. It is a lot of shit in the world, but I'm like Wikipedia. They've done so. I mean, Planned Parenthood and Wikipedia are my causes. So I, um, oh I like I like did everything I could. I did everything psychotic that I could that didn't involve asking him out. And sure enough, literally, I think I put so much energy out into the universe hoping this guy would ask me out. Yeah. Five days later, he asked me out. He did? Yeah. This and then not- we were in a relationship for like three years. Oh, my God. Years. Yeah. So like it's like, uh, you know, sometimes it happens. But if, if you want it to happen, also I'm a big su- subscriber um, to He's Just Not That Into You. Like there is nothing more fucking true than that book. Because when a guy wants to be with you, He's going to figure out a way to be with you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're quoting the show verbatim, too. 
Oh, Sex in the City when they're referring to he's when they were introduced. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Greg that Barron, guy who wrote that book Greg wrote, wrote for Sex in the City. Yeah, right, exactly. Cons- consultant, so. but I don't want to fight. Oh, okay. okay. No, 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 you're right. No, you're don't right. fight with me. No, I won't. I don't want to fight me. with you. I'm oh, just God. I'm just looking at my uh, pencil holder pen- and I'm thinking it's sad that there's only one pencil. It's a it's a pencil holder that has a walnut on it and it says I'm nuts about holding your pencils. Have you seen this? No. I'm, I'm nuts about holding your pencils. So, um, oh God. yeah, so that's just so everyone knows neither of us are particularly qualified to give advice. Yes, we are. No, we We're know. giving great advice all the time. Oh, well, non-stop. here's the thing I wanted to say about like gender roles while dating. Yeah. I think it's a little different. Like I self-identify as bisexual. So I, te- I dated people of the same sex slash gender. Are you yeah. trying to tell so, me like, though, before we go on, would you date me if I wanted to be bisexual too? And I was like, and then what would we do? Would I ask what, you out? I'm so confused now. That's the thing. It's like there. So like gender roles don't apply in that situation. And like so who, who pays, pays for the first meal? Who makes more money? Right? That, yeah. Well, I, you probably I think know. I do. I don't. You're paying. <laughs> we'll split it. I'll take you out to dinner. Will you go down on me? Oh my yeah. god! Stop. I just wanted to know. Die. <laughs> This is like literally <laughs> like asking that, that you might as well ask I, him. I live for it. I live for it. No, I just really want to freak mommy. <laughs> Why didn't you just ask my mom if you if she would go down on you? I like, would. Literally, that's torture. I, I know. Well, Shauna will, she, will be in town will she in be two at the weeks. Party? Oh, not on Monday. No, she won't be here on Monday. Shauna, thank God. Because my mom would probably. We were talking. Wags. Wags is so upset with Alexi. He did not like the going down question either. Oh my God. Um, I gotta God, I wouldn't leave my house if I were you either. In fact, I don't want to leave your house. Thank you. It's a real circus around here. I've got yeah. a, I've got a cool pencil holder. I've it's got so a dog cozy. that it verbally abuses people. It is cozy. Thank you. It smells like what you imagine, like safety smell, like cozy, like the fireplace. <laughs> reminds me of like when I was little and everything was okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, really it's nice. not cost efficient. I was told like MBD, just put a fireplace in. It's It'll not. be great. Um, Wood burns so fast. Like, how fast do you think one log burns? As fast as my passion for Alexi. No, I'm just oh, like, my oh, my God. Christina. Um, Look what you've unlo- like unleashed in her. God, where do we go from here? Oh, wait, tell me about your love story, though. What were you saying? Okay, so gender roles. What were you going to say about gender roles? Oh, no, Before I was just saying, like, I, it's some. I'm sorry <laughs> to okay. leave this part. I'm sorry. I'm usually in control, and this feels crazy to me. <laughs> I was just saying that, um, like, so gender roles don't really apply because just you do negotiate, like, who asks first, who pays. There's, like, that doesn't exist. And so it kind of carries over into, like, everything else yeah. in my life. Oh, God. But you're so heavily boundaried. Like, you have told me forever, like, I don't stay the night at people's houses. No. I don't want to feel like I owe Unless anyone. I'm dating them. If I'm dating them, yes, yeah. I'll stay the night. But, I mean, if it's just a casual thing, then not really. Ugh. I remember once – this is so great. I remember once I asked you, um, like, the last time you had – you were like, I don't know, a few months ago. And I was like, what was the guy's name? You're like, I don't remember. And I was like, Christina. <laughs> Didn't you say that a minute ago? But I just literally <laughs> – so – I have never had a one night. I didn't stand. remember his last name. I knew his first oh, name. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. Okay, well, well, I don't know, or I, I for sure don't know his last name. So I hooked up for the first time in ten months last night. I don't know, and that's a big deal for me because I am so fucking picky. We have a question around here: like ten people pass you on the street. How many of those ten people are you typically attracted to? What's your answer? Oh, I. like everybody I don't know I just like people no that's my like my answer was nine or eight out of ten yeah mine is one out of one thousand wait are we at Whole Foods though on Fairfax and Santa Monica (laughs) wherever that changes everything that's where you want everyone yeah (laughs) wherever yeah um I 
I never see anyone I like. It is so hard for me to have like romantic chemistry with someone. I'm usually like actually pretty deeply disgusted with most people, like just men in particular. I'm just like, ugh. like yeah. I would never like you're so boring and like you're not funny. And I know, Christina, we have to wrap it up. But oh, so I had to sex- wrap it up. No, like we have to move to the questions. OK, but um, no, I hooked up with this guy last night and I said, I'm pretty sh- I don't I think he might be from New York. I think I know his first name. I'm no, I know his first name. I don't know if he knows my name because I don't think I don't remember him ever calling me by my name. That's why I was so happy for you. You need nights like that. I've never had a one night stand in my life. Really? Like I don't know if no. I just like well. I think I'm really good in bed, and they always come back for more. Because you're uh, a crazy girl like me. Yeah, <laughs> crazy girls are the best. Am I a crazy girl? I mean, I think I am. We we feel deeply. Yeah, and we express true. ourselves thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, crazy girls. That's what. Oh my god. Um, Diablo Cody said something so fucking funny on her snapchat um this week <laughs> it was like a headline about brad pitt and angelina jolie and she's like i feel so she's like i feel so bad for brad pitt right now we all know what it's like to fuck someone hot and crazy <laughs> yeah. and i was like just thinking about that that's the truth i mean brad pitt fucked someone hot and crazy and look at the situation he's in now i mean maybe brad pitt i mean he's hot and crazy too who knows i just think he's like a mellow stoner yeah i don't know Anyway, want to take our calls? Oh, can I tell you one thing I did, though? Yes. That I woke up in a shame spiral over. Yeah. But I don't want to feel this way because I want to, like, help hold myself accountable and be like, why am I playing the part of the victim just because I'm a woman and I do this to myself? Like, I've got to be like, I take on all the shame of weirdness. Okay. Uh-huh. So I met this guy. I don't want to date him. He's 50-something years old. What? Okay. He's 52 years old with a girlfriend. He's bisexual. He has a 17-year-old daughter. He's into S&M. And he has a foot fetish, but I accept him for who he is, and I enjoy. It. But I'm not dating him or making I out do with not him. Accept him for just who he is. Listen, <laughs> listen. For so many times, people are like such fake, like just they front so hard, and they're not themselves. And I've got to like suss out who they are, and then finally I learned, but they're like lying or whatever, to me. Whatever, like their closet kink is. Yeah, and this guy is just like this is what it is. But he's just my friend. So the other night he was like on cocaine. He was drinking. He's texting me. I don't do cocaine. I do drink. I was sober at home watching Vanderpump Rules, not realizing I'm preparing for this podcast or whatever, because I watched every single episode the last season uh-huh. or whatever. Absolutely. Um, so he's texting me, texting me, telling me he's high and whatever, blah, blah. And I'm like, you have a girlfriend. Leave me alone. I find you very uh, entertaining, though, and it's amusing and crazy. And he was like, just send me a photo of your foot. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. But then I just did it like the bottom of my foot because I was like, I was like, I need to get over the shame of what I think because I have very big feet. I wear size 11 shoe and I feel like my feet are so long. And I went, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I don't sexualize my feet. I know he's going to jerk off to it, which he did. And he told me and I I was more into the fat. I don't know. So I, I mean, no, there's some, you're like, your foot got someone off. My foot got someone off. Who knows how many people are jerking off to all of us from the internet I based have, on, you I know. I have like feetopedia or whatever it's I called. A, I have wiki, a wiki feet. You yeah, do too? Feet. Yeah, that was a real disturbing day for me when I realized I had a wiki feet. I'm so proud. Uh, people buy my kids sometimes. They like demand buying my shoes. And one time somebody bought my kids for $250. Wow. Just because they were like, how much? And I just made up, I was like, I don't know, uh, $250. And they were like, great. And they just Venmoed me $250. Am I revealing too much? No, no, no. <laughs> a guy <laughs> offered me $700 <gasps> to sob into a bandana and blow my nose into it while watching my favorite sad movie. And I refused to do it. Wait, a video, though? I was so broke. That's- no, he didn't want the video. He just wanted me to send him the bandana. Oh, you should have done it. And then I put his name into PayPal. Because I was like, I'm going to give you a PayPal request. His real name popped up. I Googled him. 
He is a town councilman in a very prominent city in this country, and he's he and his wife serve. They're, it's a political. He's a political figure. You didn't get the money. I I, I couldn't do it, but oh I also God. knew just for the scandal of it. All. I mean, as long as it's not a photo or it's a video, it's ridiculous. You could have just dunked it in a puddle. Do you know? I'm like, I could be sitting on a wiener esque situation over here. I could be, I could be, I could, I could ruin this man's life, and I've had that in my back pocket for years. Oh my God! I mean, I just, I don't feel compelled to do it, but I could ruin his goddamn life. Let's just, ruin some other lives. Do you want to take our calls? Let's take our calls. <laughs> okay. Your calls with me here today. Hi, Malls. Um, okay, I don't really want to say my name because I'm embarrassed about the situation. I'm 30 years old. I just wanted to see how or ask you how you deal with shame. Like, for some reason, like, if I, I'm a single woman, and if I go out and kiss somebody or maybe have a little bit too much to drink the next morning I like have these like OCD thoughts of like oh my gosh what have you done you're a bad person and um I don't know like I've been in therapy before but I just am wondering um kind of like how how people deal with shame in your circle of friends because I don't have that many friends that I can talk to about this um anyways just was wondering how you dealt with that. I don't know why I feel like a bad person when I make out with somebody, but I do. I don't, I'm not married. I'm a single girl. I don't know what it is. Um, so if you could just please advise me on that, that'd be great. Um, okay. Thank you. Bye. What a coincidence. Oh my God. Okay. So I have so many feelings, thoughts and feelings about this thing. That's what I was saying with the whole like, okay, so Two days later, after I send this guy, after I go, what a wacky, weird text exchange I'm having with this guy wanting to see my foot. I'm going to send it because I don't give a fuck because this is hilarious to me and it's just my foot. And I Today, I wake up going, oh, my God, he hasn't texted me. I'm filled with shame. Oh, fuck. What have I done? I've given my power away. I sent him a photo. I didn't fuck him. I'm never going to. He's just my friend. But the, fo- the photo, the point is I texted all my girlfriends and I said, why do I do this to myself? Why do women take on all the shame and mm-hmm. responsibility? Like he should feel like the weird sicko. Yeah. But it's a theme. I'm sorry. Again, I'm doing it. No, no, no. It's, fine. Anybody. it's true. It's we're living in a politically correct, bizarre time. But uh, I'm on your side, you guys. But I feel like women take on the shame and the blame and put it all. Absolutely. Why do we do that? We just have to stop. I mean, I always attributed it to being raised Catholic, um, which I think is maybe a misdiagnosis. I think it's not completely wrong, but I think it's maybe a misdiagnosis. I waited to like lose my virginity in a very proper way, like with a boyfriend I was in love with. Um, And I think that, you know, if I could go, if I could go back in time, Christina said this, like until my younger 20 year old self, something, it would be like, be more slutty. Mine would be, be as slutty as you were, which was just, you know, I had sex semi-regularly sometimes with the same I had I had a fuck buddy for like five years that like once every six months for five years we would hook up and that was like great because then you do some fill-ins in the middle and you're in your fine yeah uh between boyfriends Mm -hmm. so um I if I could go back and tell my 20 year olds be exactly as slutty as you are but forgive yourself I used to call Sunday shame day because like I would wake up every Sunday and just feel like a disgusting piece of shit. Like I would be like, I'm 
embarrassing. Like I was probably like wasted last night. Oh, that's the thing. And I would have still slept with him. Like it's, but it's also, it's the, the haziness of alcohol mm. makes you question whether or not your intentions were pure or if you came off okay. And like, also you say things when you're a little tipsy that you wouldn't normally say. And you're like, well, that was kind of nuts, but like, <laughs> uh, I've had those moments. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh fuck. I'm a little cr- like, you know, I don't know. I, um, how to deal with shame. I oh. just keep growing, dude. I wake up with shame. Where I wake up in the morning and you do that, like, wait, what happened last night? That kind of like mind sweep where you go, like, oh, do I have to regret anything I did last night? Mm-hmm. I have those moments every morning, whether I drank or not. It's mm-hmm. totally way worse with alcohol. Yeah, and that's why alcohol is so dangerous because I'm like, oh fuck, what have I? Would I have said, had sex with the guy? Would I have said that thing? Would I have been? I don't know. Whatever. I, would I have revealed so much to that person had I not been drunk? Probably not. But uh, then I had a conversation with my mom. My mom was like. How about you just stop doing this to yourself every time you drink or the next day or second guess yourself. Just own whatever you do. Right. Just fucking own it. It's fine. Just own it. It's such a more badass way to be. And men do it. Right. So I'm so sick of like men just like they're just so it's just so much easier. It's so much easier. They're easier on themselves. And I'm just like so sick of being so hard on myself and I'm just make myself suffer. And just and she's 30. She's not even her 20, 20 years old. She's 30. I'm in my 30s. It's like, yeah, it's never ending. So you just got to be like, ease up on yourself. Be kind to yourself. And I have Annie Letterman, this comedian girl. Mm -hmm. You know her? Mm -mm. She's so funny. I'll text her with my shame spirals. And she has this mantra being like, Alexi, we're mountains. Okay, we are a mountain. Nothing can shake us. We can be rained on with a herpes scare. We can be rained. I'm sorry, I'm just going. But like anything with a guy being mean to us, oversharing, being drunk, whatever. Nothing can rattle you. You are a mountain. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's great. That's that is really great. That's That's deep as fuck. You know, I don't know. I um, ways to to combat shame. I have no shame about what happened last night. I'm more ashamed about hope you had a nice day. Have a nice day. Oh, God. Oh, that guy was like that before. Though. I'm so cringy. Like I really that that creeps up probably about three times a day in traffic. Mm-mm. That's the thing that happens is the creeping up of old Ugh. memories, like even just like fights with ex-boyfriends where I acted psychotic and I cannot believe I let someone get me to that elevated stage of anger and just psychosis and like the way that that came off and like just how like yeah that person has that on me now that is a big thing that I that I don't like is feeling someone has something on me and like that is that's something that I often that often shows up as shame in my life Let's just start, we have to do a reframe. Yeah. I feel like I get out of those things by, okay, like the have a nice day. That's an easy one. You just go, I just wanted the guy to have a nice day. What's wrong with that? Only a monster would think that was Well, a because thing. that's not, I did not just want him to have a nice day. So, okay. So you, <laughs> so you reframe it in your brain and you go, it's I no big attention. deal. And then, and then you go next time and then you learn from it. You try to do the reframe so you can just keep living your life. You stay busy. Right. You keep listening to music. You just mo- keep moving forward. Just fucking focus on your life and work and whatever things that'll serve you better. And then another way to combat it is you go, well, I'm never going to send that kind of text again. Yeah. And they just learn from it. And then you're like, great, that that happened with this guy in a safe place where I can learn in the future when you meet somebody you like more who is really your guy. Right. You won't do that because you don't want to do that because you've already done it with this bonehead. But this bonehead never returned text before. One something that I want that you're thank you. You're right. 
he's a bad texter. One one thing that, but also I know I'm prettier than most of the girls he's dated. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, can I tell you one coping? Me- uh, can I tell you one coping mechanism that I do? Yeah, it's I, I'll lie to myself and I'd say like so the the have a nice day thing. I'd yeah. be like, oh, he probably doesn't even remember that. Or like he doesn't remember me do- doing that. Oh like, it's yeah, not, sure. Yeah, like it was just like a small denial is great. Denial's denial great. is awesome. Deny, deny, deny. That's I, my like, motto in life, honey. I tell myself <laughs> people don't remember things all the time just to like get through the day of yeah. like having done something embarrassing and just be like they don't even remember that. I have a really good girlfriend who <laughs> fucking we went out to dinner and she was mortified when when she got to dinner and she sat down. It was with me and Ed, and she's like, "Do you know what happened?" Like last time we had dinner, we were like, no. And I guess she had started her period and like it got on, it was on her dress or something. Yeah. And for, and Ed and I didn't realize what had happened. Like we just didn't realize it. And for months, she was sitting at home, grilling herself, being like, are they, do they like laugh at me behind my back? Like, do they, did they see this and think I'm disgusting? And like, truth, truth be told, Ed and I were, just as drunk as she was. Oh. We had no idea it happened. And I was like, I honestly was like, I'm mortified that you've been torturing yourself over this. Like, I wish that you had just called me yeah. and asked me and I would have cleared this up for you. Or I wish that you would have said something to me that night because I would have like literally taken my own dress off and given it to you. Like, Where I were you? Did she bleed on a couch? Was she at your house? Did she bleed on somebody's couch? No, which, it was, it was, a, oh, actually... Uh, I can't say where we were, okay. but it was, it was a res- I can't say where we were because it's a tell, but I it's uh, a tell. It's too big of a tell, but it was in, it, it was a restaurant that we really wanted to go to, and it and in I think she did bleed on the chair. It's and fine, like, Molly. It was Red Lobster. Yeah, it's it was no. Red. She, she it was at Red Lobster. It's it's. it's I'm looking at that book you have on your shelf, Marsha Clark Blood Defense. While we're talking about all this. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, here's something that happened to me. I did something even worse. I was editing something. I don't know. I don't. Again, I just give you unnecessary details and then disclaimers. Oh, it's such a because I'm a woman. And I'm always apologizing. You're myself. fine. I was at this girl's house and she and I was like having my period and I didn't re- and and I got up and I was oh my god I'm never gonna have a boyfriend ever again after I tell this story but I'm telling it so other girls feel less alone and they can know that at least they're not you got me. your period all over I her was couch. hard well no I I I got up and I said goodbye to her and then I walked to my car and there was blood streaming down my legs no yes and, and hold on, can I tell you and my shame spiral and I never addressed her I, I thought to myself oh my fucking god at what point did I start bleeding because she had a white couch and I have not been in her house since? Not because I haven't been invited, but I haven't been invited. But we still know each other and we still hang out. And so, oh my God, both of their mouths, you guys. No, you, well, here's listen, the thing is, just, just, say it was, just say it was tanning. No, we were. No, it was. Ah, no, no, no. But, I, but I'm wondering. Passes. But I'm wondering if there are blood trickle, like, like leading out, like little red riding or just like breadcrumbs I mean, of honestly, blood. Honestly, here's the thing is that our mouths are both open because we are both women and we <laughs> understand. <laughs> I'm sympathizing. And that's with you. that's the thing is that it's that this is this is one thing that I so get. I have so many girlfriends. Marissa Ross said it on Snapchat recently. She's like, of course. She's like, I got my period all over myself the first time I wore white pants in like ten years, and I'm like, because that's life. Like that is literally true. My I think story's I re- worse. I think I remember. I had no. I know your story is bad, but I'm saying that it's bad. But like, I think that we've all been 
in in some sort of precarious situation involving our period, which is also unfair because it's just another like hazard of being a woman on top of having to be embarrassed. Look, did you did you have um shame when you got your period? Did you have period shame? Uh, I think so. I was so mortified. I begged my mom not to tell anyone. I didn't want anyone to know that about me because I felt like a, it revealed the truth that I have private parts yeah. and that <laughs> they are adults now. And like, it just was like, it felt so embarrassing and personal. And I yeah. can't even buy toilet paper to this day. I get too shy. You get, <laughs> I can't do it. Oh. And if there's a cute guy in the aisle, no way. You're like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> I don't want him to know that I have to wipe myself. But like, at the same time, like, okay, I, I used to have a really hard time buying condoms or and- tampons. I can't buy those either. Tampons, I don't give a fuck anymore. And one thing that I've gotten to be really good about is I literally have bras all over my house all the time. Those are sexy. Bras are like, she's got boobs. She's I sexy. guess so. I, I mean, but it's inappropriate. Sometimes like I'll have my male podcasting engineer for my other, it comes over and I'm like, Steven, at this point, you've seen every bra I own. I'm like, a lot of them are like beige. And I'm like, that's uh, not sexy. All you know, I said, you have no information on me based on all of these bras, except that I have small boobs and I have options to wear things under white shirts. Like, that's all you know about me yeah. based on all the bras sprinkled throughout this house. <laughs> I did have someone say to me once, if you are too embarrassed to buy condoms, you are not mature enough to have sex. I'm okay with buying condoms because, again, it's like, I have sex. Yeah. <laughs> You were the one who told me that women should start carrying them in their purse. You have to because guys are always like, I, you know, don't have yes. them. And they're always like, I can't feel anything or I hate these things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. guy last well, night said I don't to know. me, you have great condoms. And I was like, cool. Compliment, dude. What, what, Thank you. Well, you I kind of went have. on a little condom rant on like one of the most recent episodes. Molly. About how I hate them. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know this, man. I'm not going to have. I'm not going to raw dog this dude. This um, dude is not raw dog. Oh, I was going to say, I hate buying tampons in tandem with things that are make it obvious that I am having my period right at that moment. Yeah. You're like, uh, I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh, tampons. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Salami. <laughs> do you oh, don't like to, pepperoni. Do you like do you go to a do you go to a female cashier if that's the app? Self checkout always. Oh my god. I you can't even so do it. Personal. Oh, you, you know are what? so private. Can I tell you what you I used to do? I also just don't want to do the small talk and like right. have someone know like what I'm I don't know. Uh can I tell you what I used to do? And this actually links to white privilege and I'm not proud of it. Okay. okay. Uh I will grab a a paper bag let's say i'm wherever i'm at i don't know target i'll mm-hmm. grab a bag and then i'll bring it to the aisle with the tampons and i'll put the tampons in the bag before i bought it so it looks like i'm stealing yeah no, i was just gonna say do, do you get arrested for no. shoplifting tampons on the rag <laughs> no i i don't shoplift them i bring them and i go no. listen i'm very shy about this and i communicate to the cashier and they get You're it so cute <laughs> you say that oh can i tell you another thing real quick honey that seems so much more intimate than just. I know it's so dumb. It's also dumb, but I buy super plus. Yeah, tampons, yeah, yeah, which so apparently don't I do work. Too. I do. Oh, too. you do? Yeah. Oh God, Look, they're not working. They're not plugging. If you me have up. a heavy flow. First of all, what is the point of like a light tampon? I feel like that's I don't get for it. like I I'm, don't even. And when that starts applying in my life, it means my eggs are gone. I'm five eleven. Okay, I'm five eleven. Is, is yeah, exactly. It means. I'm I'm staring menopause right in the face. Once you're using a light tampon, you're base you're basically going through menopause. So you're not into diva cups, right? Because I've heard Fuck enough no. about people who are like, oh, I have a friend, she's into diva cups, and she says that like, oh my god, our next guest is here. <laughs> oh my oh, god, maybe might it's be- my firewood delivery. I might be blocking a car. No, you're okay. I actually deeply 
deeply hate diva cups. Yeah, and me too. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, don't apologize you know, I'm to not me. good at recycling to begin with. Me neither. Um, and one thing that I absolutely do not want to recycle is something that goes in my vagina. Yeah. And I had one of my girlfriends tell me that it's oppressive and like sticking a, a, a tampon in your vagina is, is like the man, the patriarchy being like, oh, we got to plug the problem up. And I'm thinking, isn't it a great idea to keep? I mean, I already, they already don't work for me, obviously. But right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want a diva whoever, cup. who, who the fuck would say that, that it's know. the patriarchy? I don't trying know. To, I'm sorry. Does that girl want to not wear bathing suits or uh, skinny jeans? You can't walk. Oh, my God. Do you remember in <sighs> middle school when you could see someone's maxi pad through their jeans? No. Oh, my God. There was one girl at school. Like, it always looked like she had a dick and then like a <laughs> lump in her ass. Like, and I was just like, maybe oh. she was doubling up. I think that she just, you know, it was the it was the nineties, like maxi pads were thick as fuck back then. You know, we were all trying to negotiate having our periods. We didn't know. I wore depends one time because when I was starting my period because because I was so like overwhelmed. It's that's okay. I feel okay to be single forever. I'm okay. I don't think your demo is who I want to marry. I Maybe think it, they no, are. to be honest, it's it's mostly it's like we get the occasional straight guy, but um we actually had a straight guy reach out to us and say that he loves when we talk about she just periods. Told me. Yeah. They were oh. like not unoffended. And it all comes full circle. I just have to tell this story because if not now, when? Okay, so <laughs> I was at Trader Joe's before I had my weird period trickle situation, right? <laughs> months, months prior to that, I was at Whole Foods having my period, unsure if I was going to bleed over the allotted amount of cotton that I had in my vagina. You were right? like, oh my God, don't sneeze. Don't I was sneeze. like, I, go, I was like, but I got to get my half and half real quick because it's on the way, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm at, I'm dying. I'm at Trader Joe's and all of a sudden I see trickles of blood and I know I'm having my period and I'm worried that I'm on the tail end of my temple and I think, Oh my god! This how could this be? How Were you could this wearing be? pants? I was wearing no. I was wearing a skirt. Oof! Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and then I ran into friends, and I was like panicked, freaking filled with shame, being like, "I can't talk now. I gotta get out of here. Like, I just gotta buy the half and half and go." Turns out it wasn't. I didn't bleed through. It wasn't me. So whose trickles of blood did those belong to at Trader Joe's on Third Street in Fairfax? And then later, I ended up trickling blood. Another point. That's why that's I think all. that I think that's why we were immediately sympathetic when you started talking about the friend thing and why your friend has probably never brought this up to you. Oh, Listen, God. girls, oh my God, girls be dealing with their periods. Like we all know, like Alexi, you can get your period all over my house. I don't care. I don't want to. I know. I know you don't want to, but if you did, but I was wearing this dress when it happened actually. Oh, it's a really, okay. Thank you. Perfect. It's a black okay. First of all, I was like, why yeah. are you dressed like a sexy witch right now? I love it. It's when like you a fashionable moo -moo. Or you're trying to it's like really pick someone about a funeral. It's a moo moo, except it's, it's like, like form fitting. Moo -moo. I got it forever 21. It's really, Thank are you. you for fucking real? This, it's a two piece. You guys can't see it. I know this is an auditory Sweetheart, thing. Sweetheart, I assume that came from like a very, very chic. I thought, I thought you were on, like, I was like, oh, damn, Alexi went to Barney's. Oh, God, never. No, um, um, oh, wait, American Apparel for the top. Okay. And then the uh, whatever I'm wearing here. What would you call this? It's, a, uh, it's a dress. Can, yeah. It's a dress. It's like a smock. It's like an apron dress, casual, You chic, have to wear billowy. a shirt underneath it. You have it, to wear a shirt sure. underneath. It ties into a bow. It's just, I don't care, but I do care, but kind of Sofia Coppola vibes or whatever. Yeah, if I she, bought a female bled. bow tie when I was in Austin recently. It's you called did. a female bow tie. And it was like, dude, I was like, it's setting it off. I wanted to go back and get more. That particular tie is like, what is that called? A pussy bow. Yeah. A pussy bow, you guys. Do you remember Melania Trump wore a pussy bow? Please. The, a pink, a pink <laughs> pussy bow shirt the day after the I grab your pussy scandal came out. And I mean, I'm sorry. 
a lot of people were like, I, my Allison Fur actually tweeted, she's like, you guys, it's called a pussy bow because it's named after like, I'm like, it's just a little on the nose. It's like whoever styled her knew that that Wags was called, it's called the, the it was like the Gucci pussy bow shirt. That's literally what the shirt was called. Whoever styled her must have known that and said nothing. Um, and I, and I just was like, Melania Trump doesn't care about us just like her husband. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to Insta Snap while I do this because I've hit the full cross. Are you Insta, Are you doing Insta stories that, now? That's why I don't follow your life anymore. Oh. I'm missing out on everything because I'm not on Snapchat anymore. Why Why did you give up Snappy? Shame? Shame? Well, no, I'm just saying that's what, that's the theme of today's podcast. Apparently. Oh, no. Well, maybe. I just felt I got lazy. Yeah. A different thing. You don't want to do it anymore. But I like – now I miss out on your things. To answer our – no, it's okay. You're fine. You're yeah. better off. But I like it when Probably. you get drunk. I do like it when you get drunk and you snap and then you don't delete. No. You're so strong. Talk about not having shame and just a being fuck. a badass. She doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And it's so great. And I'm right there just being like, she is so real. She's so entertaining. She's living her life, making me feel less alone in mine. I did delete a snap that I did downstairs when I was last night. Oh, this is another great thing. Let me see I this guy. I am so beyond shame at this point. That last night, I straight up, after this guy passed out of my bed, I went downstairs. I I made a bowl of ice cream. I put Fritos on it. <gasps> you did? And then I came upstairs and I ate it next to his sleeping body. Oh, he's probably in love with you. Are you going to have sex with him again? I don't even know if this guy man knows my name. He knows. You met on Tinder. I know. I know. But Your I name mean, like, is there. I don't remember. I think that you have so many, when you have so many matches. Oh, come on. Like, I, you know, I've got Johns. I've got Jonathans. I've got you know, Ben's. It's all basically the same name. All guys' names have four letters. Oh, and like, that's it. Vanderpump rules real quick. Yeah. Now that Stassi is friends with uh, Kristen Kristen Doty or whatever, Stassi was saying something about how Kristen has no shame. How like, how like, it's just like something that does not exist in Kristen. Is it Kirsten or Kristen? Kristen. Kristen. And I thought that was so, that was an episode I watched last night. And I thought that was so funny. Like Stassi's so uh, on the nose and hilarious. I'm so glad she's back or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's a true true thing. Kristen does. It seems like she has no shame. She had at it removed, all. and I would I want that too. The shame removal process. I want the self awareness I have, and you've got great self awareness. Mm-hmm. Let's keep crippling self awareness. Crippling self awareness. <laughs> Let's keep that because it's like means it's like we're funny and we're sharp and like we know what's going on. But yeah, we're in on the bit. We're in on the bit. We see ourselves clearly. Yeah. Don't think we don't. And then just but like remove the shame. Because yeah. then that's where the suffering happens. Yeah. Or maybe there's lots of suffering. Sometimes all over I them. wonder, though, because it seemed like the people on that show are really easily hurt by criticism, like especially online. Oh, and yeah. um, Kristen in particular, I know, dislikes me because of some comments that I've oh, made. No. Like, in jest. I'm scared. I've said this before. I don't think about Kristen as like a kid. I don't, I, I don't think about her as like a, a person that has like a family I know she does and I'm not and that's not she's the, a kid no I'm saying like who okay. like I'm not saying like I, I I understand she has an inner child I understand she has a, a soul that is sweet and natural I understand that exists that is not the Kristen I'm commenting on yeah the Kristen I'm commenting on is what is on my television yeah that she has signed up to be on that's her problem multiple seasons she knows she plays the crazy person on the show. She laughs about it. So it's like, why am I not allowed to comment on that? I'm just irritated that her fucking boyfriend Carter is such a babe. You think he's hot? I, I think he worked like at like hat. the Hudson or something. Oh, really? And that's how they they met at he was a bartender at the Hudson. Oh my God. I of think course I heard you this. know this. So he was a bartender at the Hudson. <laughs> Years ago, Katie had a one night stand with him. I just saw that episode too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um 
they saw each other on Tinder and they were, oh. he, she was like, he looks familiar. Not and then Raya? she really, um, maybe Raya. It was like a dating app. I think, but it was either Tinder or Raya. I'm not sure. But yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I just think he's so attractive. And then she went on that date with that guy, Alex, who spells Alex A-L-E-K-S, which I cannot get behind. Oh, yeah. And he went, and on their date, I remember him being like, Alex said, uh, yeah, I never would have uh, taken you on a date. I never would have taken you on a date if I thought you were crazy. What's also like, crazy is that he's on another Bravo show. He's on Below Deck. I know. And what How is also crazy, like this is my favorite though. Alexi, let's let's find out if you've ever <laughs> been this shameful. Look, I mean, our caller needs to listen to this. Kristen literally says, I packed an overnight bag. <gasps> uh, and, oh. and do you remember at the dinner? She's like, because it's like, she's I like, I'm not going to not going to get drunk. She's like, it's either I don't get drunk or, you know, whatever. And, it, or, uh, and I'm like, girl, you're on a TV show. Take home an Uber. Yeah. Like, why are you showing up to a guy's house with an overnight bag? Like, what are you, Jennifer Love Hewitt? She's yeah. written the most crazy day. But, but, oh, here's a good tip. Read uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's The Day I Shot Cupid and you will never be embarrassed about anything you ever do in a relationship again because you need to know that that kind of crazy exists in this what? fine world. It's a book she she's wrote? She's nuts. She wrote a book? Yeah, she wrote a book. And I'm so glad she's married now because it seemed like love. It's about, you know, The Day I Shot Cupid. Like, I'm done with being love. She claims in the book she invented vajazzling. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. It's, it's a wild, wild read. It's yeah. so good. It's um, it's Jamie Kennedy. It was also her boyfriend at the time. Oh, really? So there's like a chapter where he's like, hey, y'all. Like, it's me, Jamie Kennedy. My girl, J-Love. She's got some – like, he, he writes like – I wonder some, if like, he read the audio book – in the audio book. I don't now. know. But I'm like, he's doing some cra- – his writing is like some crazy Jamie Kennedy jive talk. Like, I'm like, what the hell is this early 2000s bullshit? It's the most painful shit of all time. I had sex with an actor from Blossom a long time ago that I met at Crunch. Wait, which one? Vinny? Wait, which one? Is that the one who went to rehab on the show? The, I don't know. He's the really hot one. No, not the hot one. Never the hot one. Not oh, Joey. God. Whoa. No. It was Joey Lawrence, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It was like the... the, the like, You don't have to talk. The it, little it, Jewish it. guy. I'm Jewish too. I'm allowed to say that. The I'm little Jewish guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I said that on my snap today that the guy that I went on a date with last night was a cute Jew. Is that is that offensive? Um... No. Okay. Because like that's a type, right? Like cute. I like, yeah. Yeah, like cute Jewish guy. I think I ruined it with the guy I went to dinner. I, I, I met at a dinner yesterday. Yeah. Should I like? Because I asked him his height. I think he's shorter than me, and I'm five eleven. And I was like, How tall are you? Five two, five three, five seven. That's aggressive. I ruined it. It's me being defensive. No, I think you're fine. I think the no, I think you're fine. But I can't say I shouldn't forward him the email. Now I'm like backtracking. This is what this is what women we get together and then we just uh, give each other horrible advice and then call it a day <laughs> and then reel and spiral in shame afterwards. Um, what I would wonder if I was you is does it look weird that you fa- went through your emails from 2011? No, I just have to put in his name. I know, but that's yeah, 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 he's gonna. Right. It's not you're like, right, hey, okay. I happened, I happened upon this email from 2011. Like, not, hey, I searched your name in my email box. What a coincidence! Well, because I was like, where do we know each other from? Right. It's still crazy. Yeah, I'm not. You I can't never. say that. You can say I was trying to pinpoint where I knew you from, and, and it's crazy. <laughs> it does. No, I don't know. All right, so we should wrap it up because right. I have no, I, honey, I have no answers for you on how to cure shame. Obviously, we I got a great on a daily basis. A day, yeah, read Jennifer Love Hewitt's book. That's all I have. I thought we did a great job. Okay, next call. <laughs> Hi, Malls, and please advise Nation. Um, my name is Christy, and I'm calling in about 
a friend of mine, um, she was my college roommate, and she's one of my best friends to this day. She's an amazing person. She's a genius. She's thoughtful. She's just my best friend. She's the closest thing to a sister I have. Um, so she was dating this guy um, her senior year of high school. Um, he cheated on his girlfriend, who was a few years younger than them, with my friend, then started dating her. And basically, like, all four years of college, he kind of toggled back and forth between the two of them. And then my friend moved to New York for a few years and was dating other people. And they weren't really <clears throat> in each other's lives much. Um, and he was dating the younger girl. She moved home to Columbus and... Now they're, like, fully on, and I'm pretty sure the younger girl also lives in Columbus, and I, the, the like, pickle that I'm in is that I really like the dude. He is so funny and fun to be around, and he's thoughtful, like, he's a very good listener, and he is caring. I've seen him with his family. He remembers, like, my birthday. He's one of the first people to text me every year. Every time I'll visit, he'll, like text me to make sure I got home okay. He will, like, text me if I visit and he's not there and say, like, he's sorry, he missed me. So, like, it's just so confusing to me that somebody could be, like, so thoughtful and kind but then, like, just be a cheater. I mean, it's just, like, a weird disconnect for me. I just don't get it. Like, I just don't think somebody who habitually cheats would be, you know... A person that I like and I do really like him so do I just trust him because my friend does I don't know please advise quick interruption that is not an Alexi related call we did a little bit of a call with Christina's mom hump day treat hump day it's a hump day treat uh so well every please advise is a hump day treat but this is a special hump day treat because it's uh one of my favorite people in the entire world who birthed one of my other favorite people in the entire world. It's Christina Lopez's mom, Dirty Diana 100. <laughs> That's what I decided her Twitter name would be years ago. Um, her Snapchat name is Dirty Diana and then a series of numbers. But yes, I love it. I love it. R.I.P. Prince. I actually was thinking of Dirty Diana. It's Michael Jackson. Dirty Diana's Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was Prince. No, it was Michael Jackson. Well, I guess I should be sad about that, too. Why did I think it was Prince? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, listen, uh, I love Diana. She's the fucking shit. She answers a call on this week's episode that is just, she's heaven. Enjoy the accent. Enjoy the wisdom. Enjoy just one of my favorite people. Uh, and yes, Christina, anything to say about your sweet mom? No, I love my mom. Uh, I can't wait to have her on the show, actually. Yes, uh, She's I know. planning to come out to California next year. Fuck yes. So... We Stay could even do that. one if we're both in Brooklyn at the same time. We could do one at your house. That yeah. would be amazing. Oh, my God. My that mom would, would love that. Buck wild. When I prepped her for this call, I was like, you know, be yourself. Don't, you know, try to. And she was just like, oh, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. No, your mom. Has, <laughs> she was like, do you want me to be honest? And I was like, yeah, be honest. She yeah. has no. Your mom. I don't. I don't. If you told me Diana had a confidence issue in any department, I wouldn't believe you. Not because like she's cocky, but just because like, why wouldn't she be a she, I mean, yeah. What does she have to worry about? She's yeah. killing it. I know. She. I was like, are you ready? She's like, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Born ready, honey. All right. Here's a call. Hello. Hi, Diana. It's Molly. Molly. How are you, honey? I miss you. 
I miss you. That's what I was going to lead with. I haven't seen you in so long. I know. I know. I can't wait to get back to California and, and see my daughter and, and see you too, Molly. I know. I want to come to New York and meet your beautiful granddaughter. I can't believe oh. how big she is. Yeah, she is. She's wonderful. She's so cute. Like Christina's. Yeah. What? I said, how's everything with you? Oh, everything with me is good. Um, <laughs> settled into the house and work's going really well. Lots of different creative projects. Wags is good and healthy. Um, and that's really all you can ask for. My mom's coming out here for Christmas, which should be nice. We're going to go to Palm Springs for a few days um, and oh, have girl great. time. Yeah. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy your time with your mom. Yeah. I will. While I can, right? Tell Before I, I kill her. Please, yeah. Please, <laughs> please send her my regards. I absolutely we will get together again soon. I would love that. So yeah. did you listen to this insane person who called? I did. And I have a very strong opinion. You do. <laughs> I do. So I have, can I have, we, go ahead. I was just going to say, did you fully understand what was going on there? Because both Christina and I had to listen to it a couple times before we realized exactly what she was saying. Mm-hmm. So just to recap, because if usually if Christina and I have a hard time understanding what she's saying, uh, what a caller is saying, the audience has a hard time. So right. basically mm-hmm. this girl was dating heard This girl has a best friend who's been dating a guy in the past. The guy right. has been a cheater, but he's also mm-hmm. like the most thoughtful, sweet guy that she's known like period. So she's worried about her best friend dating this guy that has a cheating personality but he also has a lot of great qualities as well. Um, that's basically it. I don't know if he's currently cheating on her or not. I think it sounded like he might not be, but I don't know. So what do you think? I think that uh, he probably is because it says a lot about his character <laughs> and that's a character flaw for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that um, I'm sure he can be very charming. Mm-hmm. And that's what I call it, being charming, being kind, because in order for him to be involved with two women, you have to be charming. Absolutely. That's true. I mean, I wondered if it was like a thing. I was going to give him a pass, but until you said that, I was going to give him a pass because they cheated. When he cheated, they were very young. They were in college. Right. Um, right. But oh, yeah, if, she's 27. I forgot to tell you. So now she's 27. I feel like you can be a different person than you were in college at 27. But I think that cheating in particular is one of those things that if you have it in you, um, you'll always have it in you. Yeah. I just think it's very hard to give up because it's acceptable to him. I don't know if it may be acceptable, but the same girl known that he's cheated and she's accepted that. So I'm just wondering if it's the same um, relationship that they have all the time that doesn't change it. He's, he thinks she accepts his cheating. So he does it. Right. You're right. I think that's exactly right. And he knows that, um, like he knows that he can play her. Yes. Yeah. But okay. I think so. I think I have to, you know, I have to question, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, women have to value themselves. I don't know if she values herself so much as she's willing to share her guy with somebody else. I don't understand that, that part. Yeah. I mean, I he know. definitely call me, call guys me selfish. I don't know. <laughs> No, I will not call you selfish, Diana, because I I think the truth is, is that 
guys in particular, there is something about a guy being cheated on. Like if the girl cheats, I've noticed right. that guys have a harder time coming back from that than just about anything. Guys can't oh, yeah, handle scorched, being cheated on. It's yeah. scorched earth for right. them. Yeah, absolutely. But meanwhile, their behavior – and this is especially with the very, like, machismo guys. Mm-hmm. Like, their behavior mm-hmm. is to be tolerated. But if their woman cheats on them, that's it. Absolutely. Um, And we see this in a lot of old-school Brooklyn attitudes. Right, Mom? Yes. Yes, we do indeed. <laughs> But I think, you know, why I have have such a high opinion about it, Molly, is because I've had one family member and a friend that I've known for 40 years, um, also the husbands, their husbands, and they cheated on their wives for many years. So to me, I think it's, yes. So to me, I have a very strong opinion about that, but also sometimes it's very hard for a man to change. And I think it has a lot to do with the ego. They get something in their ego when they're seen to women. Yeah. It's just something so what about do you, their... Go ahead. Well, if you were like this girl's best friend and yeah. you have a best friend, would you say you have a best friend or a good friend that's been in this situation? Did you say anything to her about it, um, knowing that it was going on? Or say to her like, hey, before you get in any deeper with this guy or before you spend the next decade of your life with this man, um, maybe consider the fact that he's been unfaithful to you the entire time? I just think it's very hard to tell somebody that don't want, doesn't want to listen to you because mm-hmm. they're in that, in that relationship. And I think part of it has to do a lot with control also. That's the way I see it. And I think until they're ready to listen to you, I think as a friend, I'm just there. If never she has any issues or any problems, I'm just there to listen to her until she's ready to accept or see the situation. Uh, I'm going to always stand by my friend and just listen to her. I may give her an opinion or two, but until she's ready to accept um, and and realize the type of guy that she's with, uh, until then, you know, I don't think she's going to realize it. I think if she accepts it, you know, you can can tell her, say, you know, this guy's no good for you. But if she's not willing to accept that, you can't change her mind. Yeah, I have a rule with like, friends in dating that I'm never going to tell anyone anything about their relationship Mm -hmm. that they don't know. Like I'm never going to be the bearer of bad news for someone. I don't think that that's my place. And also it just winds up burning you personally. Like your friend doesn't, you know, your friend's going to tell you to like fuck off. Sorry. Part of my language, Diana, but, um, you know, but you know, I mean, really, I, I think that I've been in way too deep with guys before and been in bad situations. And Christina's been a great friend to me because she's known, like, this is not the right guy for Molly, but I'm not going to say anything right now because, one, she's <laughs> not about to, like, marry the dude or anything. And, two, like, she's really in love. Um, oh, no, it's more because, like, you're not going to listen to me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's, the way, yeah. that's the way I feel. I feel that you're not going to listen because you're so in love. And you haven't, I mean, this guy is probably to you. He thinks you think he's wonderful. And um, until you're ready to open your eyes, it's not going to happen. And then, like you said, you're going to be, I'm going to be the bad guy because I'm telling you something negative about your boyfriend. Yes, exactly. But here's one thing that I thought too, is I think it's a little bit odd. And like, you have a very thoughtful husband. He's a great guy. Um, I I think it's, I think it would be a little bit odd though, if he was one of the, if, Willie was texting your best friend on her birthday yes, first I, thing in the morning. Yeah. Texting her to see if she got I, home. Yeah, I picked up on that too. I, I think that she, like she said, oh, he's very caring. 
he's very, um, and I said, hmm, something's just not right there. Maybe, I don't know. I got some, some kind of feeling that um, it doesn't seem right that he's texting her. He called on her birthday. I don't know. I just think that um, these guys are very charming. When they have to have all these relationships, they have to be a charming type of person. But they have to have charming personality in order for them to keep both women or three women interested. So you don't even know if you're getting the real guy. True. That's the way I so have to I look gonna, at it. What I was going to say, Mom, um, there was something that she mentioned in terms of his like kindness that to yes. me immediately struck me as manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like both the family member that we share, mom, it has that same quality to him. He was the yes. kind of guy yes. who would like, whenever we, we all went out for dinner at a particular diner, he would pick up the check. He mm-hmm. would drive people mm-hmm. places. He would like mm-hmm. get you some sort of l- Tiffany lamp that fell off a truck. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all that was like, to a build up this kind of um, facade that he was a good guy, right. yeah. And B, right. so that you wouldn't right. question his motives. Like, oh yeah, of course he's right. working late. You know what I mean? Right. And B, mm-hmm. it's to manipulate you to um, not feel like he's distrustful. Also, when someone's right. picking or up feel the tab and, for questioning him, yeah, like when someone exactly when someone's picking up the tab and always doing the right thing, um, it that's their way of it puts you in a position where exactly you would feel guilty for saying like, so what about this? Like trying to poke holes in his situation would make you feel bad because he's the guy that always picks up the jack. There's a concept of like financial domination and relationships that we recently discussed and it doesn't happen in just romantic relationships. Um, You know, I love my stepdad to death, but I definitely think that he can throw his wallet around as a way of trying to make everyone endeared to him and very happy. Mm -hmm. He's the first person to always pick up every check. He will book me a plane ticket and pay for it even when I'm like, I can get my own plane ticket. You don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's a way of kind of just controlling everyone very subtly. Yeah. And it's also yeah, a way for them, like, to reward themselves, to, to like, make them feel good. Because there's some amount of guilt there whenever they're doing – like, no matter how cavalier they are about cheating, there's some modicum of guilt that comes out. Yeah. And so that makes them feel better, like, oh, at least I'm paying for this. Like, I'm a good guy. So they do it in part to also build up their own egos. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think there's some kind of flaw there in, in, the, in this guy's personality. He's probably charming. I've seen it. I've seen it in – in that family member, I've seen it in my friend's husband. Um, I mean, they could sit there and lie to you all the time. They lie. They're so good at lying. That's so, the way do you of, think you know, that there's and, and manipulating? Do you think there's any way to forgive a cheater or to move on from something like this? Like, is there a reality that this girl? Oh my god, sorry, my dog is barking. Um, is there a reality <laughs> in which this girl could stay with this guy and it would all be? like copacetic or does she just need to like shut the whole thing down? I think, okay. I think that it's, it's very hard. I can tell you from my experience to me, it's a wasted years. And that's the way I look at it because both of my, my family member and my friend, they wasted their year with this guy who was lying to them all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a waste because they could have, they could have been with somebody else that made them happy. Exactly. And she is 27 years old and she's in, I think it was Cleveland or something. Mm-hmm. That is like oh, prim- Pittsburgh. Sorry. Pittsburgh. That is like prime time. 27 years old, yes. Pittsburgh. Yes. Like 
she's like, she should be lining up prospects if she wants to get married or if she wants, this is the time that she really needs to be focusing on that sort of stuff and not necessarily, um, just sticking with the same old flavor because it works now. I don't know. I just feel bad for this girl. My question, my question would be, how can she even be in a relationship with someone you can't trust? Right. If you have trust issues from the beginning, you know, it's not like she doesn't know the type of person he is. She does. And yes, maybe somebody can change, but I think you have to have a lot of intensive therapy to do that. Years of therapy to do that. Absolutely. So I think that just to wrap it up to my caller, I think you are in a precarious kind of shitty situation, but you can't do anything about it. Just be there for your friend. She's going to either spend her life with this guy and pay for it dearly or she will find out in due time that he hasn't changed much and uh, she's blowing her 20s with the wrong guy. Yeah. Her youth. Yeah. She needs, she, needs to, she needs to move on. And I think the only thing I can tell her friend, yeah, the only thing I can tell her friend is just to be there and listen to her friend. I, don't, I think it's very hard for you to give an opinion if that person is in love and is not willing to listen, you know? So I think that she just has to be there for her friend and listen. Of course, you're Christina's mom because Christina's the best listener ever. So it makes total <laughs> sense. Um, Diana, oh, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you soon. Welcome. I don't know when I I'm going to see you, you, but I, I know I miss you too. <laughs> I want to come to New York soon, um, sometime okay, next year. Hopefully, too. it'll be when Christina is there and we can all see each other. It'll be awesome. Okay, guys, love you guys. Love, love you. you. Bye. Love you, okay, Bye. Bye. Damn, she's good. Uh, let's get back to Alexi. Hey, Molly and Christina. Also, Molly calling. I have a bit of a dilemma. I've been in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend for almost a year. He's the love of my life. Um, he lives in South Africa, and I live in New York. I'm doing my master's here. Um, he's been long-distance for about two months. Um, and it's gotten to the point where he can't do it anymore. He called me this morning and broke up with me. And he says that he wants to still love, he still wants to be together, he still loves me, and he wants to be with me after I graduate, which is in a year and a half, and he just can't be with me in the interim, and he doesn't want to talk to me. Um, So I'm completely broken. I've been crying all morning. I went on a run, threw up because I ran too fast, Um, and I just don't know really where to go from here. I don't know what to say to him. I don't know how to navigate these next few weeks. Also, I'm supposed to see him in a week. Um, I have a plane ticket. It costs like $2,000. And I don't know if I should cancel it or if I should go see him and work this out in person or if I'm going there to try to convince him of something. He's already decided. Um, Also, I'm 24. Also went to Boston College from Boston. Um, I love the podcast, and I would love to hear your thoughts on whether I should go see him to work this out in person or if he's just full of shit. Thanks. Christina commented at how much I perked up when she said she went to Boston College, but I'll tell you something. You look like that little emoji that's like very wide mouth smile. Yeah. Open because, a little bit. You're like, eee. yeah, I I mean, look, like once an eagle, always an eagle. Like I had the best fucking time of my life at Boston College. I am one of those people that will never get over college. Like it's just was the best fucking time ever. 
Love my Eagles. Love a fellow Eagle. So, Alexi, to recap for you, what happened was is she's been dating a guy long distance for a while. She still has like a little bit of school left that she has to do and year and a half of, of school. He called her and said he broke up with her over the phone because it's long distance. And he said, I want to be with you when you graduate. But for the, the next year and a half, like I don't I can't be with you. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm thinking he wants to. And he's not talking. Like, there's no communication at all. Exactly. And so she had bought a plane ticket to go see him. That was apparently $2,000. Refund. He should have bought it for her. Uh, Well, Well, so she says, like, should I go? Should I? Should I go on this trip and try to convince him to be with me again? No. No, I real honey, you can't. You never. You shouldn't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you. Like, you can't be like trying to convince someone to care about you is like the saddest. I'm sorry. It's like one of the saddest things you can do. Yeah. Because, you know, like I've been there. I've been there like begging a guy not to break up with me. And I'm like, I I will. I'm going to just grovel for a minute here. I'm like, I'm going to own it. Like I if you leave me, I will die. Like I'm not saying I will kill myself. I'm saying I will drop dead. My heart will stop functioning. Do not leave me. Um, And it sucks because, first of all, one, that's not true. Two, you're giving them all this fucking power. Like, I mean, hi, here's some power. Like, I'll die without you. Power. Like, you don't. I think this guy wants to get his dick wet IRL and he just doesn't want to say that to you. And I think that that's really like, honestly, I'm sorry. It sucks. It's like it feels it's like sad. He expects that you're still going to be there. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that. Well, here, you know. I did get back with a boyfriend after I graduated when I, you know, I said I want to be single my senior year and I want to be single when I spend my summer in L.A. interning and I don't, you know, and we wound up getting back together like a year later. He followed me out to L.A. That lasted like six months, crashed and burned real quick once he once he came across the country. But um, yeah, I uh, I I think that if you are still in a university setting, this is like one of the most on and pop in times of your life. Like if I could go back to college and be nicer to the guys that liked me then, I had like Southern millionaires in love with me when I was in college, like in love with me. Like, and I'd be like, I don't feel like dating you right now. Like, and I, now that I look back, you're never just going to have like a platter of dicks in front of you the way that you do when you're in college. Yeah, Yeah, but what I don't go to college. I am not familiar with what grad school sex is like. Go fucking undergrad. I don't know. <laughs> They're around. Also, she's in Boston still. Like, Boston is the oh, hottest dudes. That's true. So does Chicago. Chicago's super hot dudes. Austin, Texas has really hot dudes. Um, I don't know. And I also think I like to, I don't know. I like listening to this, whatever. Oh, God, I'm rambling because there's a whole other thing I'm going to talk to you about in a minute. Something just horrible happened. But, um, okay, are you okay? Yeah, and everything's fine. I like the path of least resistance. That's what I always have to tell myself. Like, Mm. don't do, just don't do anything. Like, don't, don't try to fight for the, I mean, I get you can fight for love and you want to fight for your career, but I just feel like, I don't know if he's trying to get out. What are you fighting for? Oh, okay. This is the nightmare right now. What's happening? I screen grabbed the email, sent it to my friend whose party was yesterday and there's no service in your house. And she went, oh my God, I got to forward this to the guy. And I was like, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'll give you my Wi-Fi password. It's fine. Alexi, no, you need to take care of that business. I'm going to say something to you. I'm going to say something to this girl who called. Um, For a lot of my life, there were a lot of things that I thought I wanted. Um, I thought I wanted to be with a certain guy. I thought I wanted to, you know, um, 
be in certain social groups. I didn't understand why I couldn't why I couldn't get those things and it made me miserable or I went for the thing even though I knew I couldn't have it or I thought it was wrong. And ultimately, the lesson that I have learned in my 30s is the only thing I actually really want for myself is just to not hurt and to not be in pain. And I think that pursuing this guy who has told you that he doesn't want to be with you, um, as shitty as that is and as, as awful as that feels, it will feel so much worse in the long run if you continue to if you drag this out like going to see him is giving yourself a sense of hope and it also is I've been you know I had a really good friend who dated a girl for years long distance and he went to go visit her in New York for two weeks and the first day of the two-week trip she broke up with him and he had to stay in her apartment in her apartment with him and grieve his relationship for two weeks because we were like 20 something and broke and like he couldn't just like fly himself back here like he can because some people are fucking assholes sometimes and they don't and and people also when you're young like it's really when you're in a relationship the thing with a relationship and you should be happy about this Molly other Molly love you girl yeah fly like an eagle honey so i remember when i had my very first boyfriend um like my first like boyfriend that we dated for like 6 months or something um and it was freshman year of high school And I remember my mom saying to me, like, do you understand, like, what a relationship is? And I was like, yeah, like, he's my boyfriend. She's like, well, she's like, he is. And she's like, but the difference between a friendship um, and a crush and a relationship is that when you're in a relationship with someone, you are emotionally responsible for them. You you are like, you know, you not like in the sense that um, that the way that like that you have to take care of them emotionally 100%. It's that it's that you are saying, I'm signing up for caring about your feelings. And I remember I wanted to break up with him. And my mom said to me again, do you remember when I told you that a relationship is about being emotionally responsible for someone? And I said, yeah. And she said, it sounds like you don't want to be responsible for his emotions anymore. So the only thing that you can do is I think you should break up with him. And I remember calling him and I was in, you know, freshman year of high school and I was like, Todd, I really care about you. I just, I feel like we've grown apart. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was rough. Like it was rough. It doesn't feel good to dump people. I understand that. I feel you have to understand it's not easy for him to do what he just did, but he did do you a favor because he's saying, I don't want to be emotionally responsible for you anymore. And in doing that, he's giving you a gift because now you have an opportunity to move on and take care of yourself and not prolong this like he's he's already said I don't want to do this anymore he he doesn't want to be emotionally responsible for you that makes total sense and also this is a great time in your life you should be if especially if you're in Boston like girl go have fun enjoy school get the best grades you can I'm sure by the time you graduate you're not even gonna like be into this clown anymore and I'm sure he's not a clown I'm sure he's a very nice person but for the sake of it let's just say he's a clown and it doesn't I think you're good being single is great I always forget yeah. You know, part of me, I get scared. I love being single right now. And then I'm scared to go and get into a new relationship because I feel like, oh, God, it's so scary to make yourself vulnerable. But then I am actually I'm actually looking forward to my next major breakup because so much good stuff actually comes out of a breakup, too. Yeah. Where it's like you make stuff, you work harder, you focus on work to try to t- distract yourself. and You get a lot of shit done and you feel feelings like it's all part of it. It's just all like, I don't know, part of the continuum. But if you are a college student, you probably need that $2,000 that you put into that plane ticket. Jesus. And I'm going to make a recommendation to you. You have winter break coming up. 
redirect that fucking plane ticket to someplace fabulous go that you can go by yourself. Go to Hawaii, exactly. Go to your, you for you can get a trip to London, London for like uh, four hundred and fifty bucks right now. How do you know that? Because um, my friend told me in Austin, and I was just like, like, yeah, like I don't know. This is a perfect time for you to just go treat yourself with that money. Go get some French dick or something. Oh Paris God. is really romantic. Huh? Everyone like runs around and super flirty and nice. Uh, and you deserve that. <gasps> French <laughs> dick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust French guys. You don't? I just don't. I never heart them on Raya. I'm not on Raya anymore, actually. I just lurk. Uh, yeah, I can't with Raya. There's nothing. I don't want to date a famous person. Like if you qualify for Raya, I'm probably not interested in you. But you're on there too. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't want to date me either. <laughs> That's the name of your next book. Yeah, I'm gonna want to date me either. That's the whole Woody Allen thing. Um, but yeah. So I mean, look. But yeah, we all look. Look. There's someone out there who's willing to deal with your brand of crazy. There's someone out there who would have you know happily deal with it. And same with me. And same with Christina. And same with everyone else. Uh, there's gonna be someone else that's uh receptive to the fact that you're in grad school and isn't gonna be a dick. It's like when Jax on Vanderpump Rules broke up with um. Carmen, and he's like, come on. It's like, you're going to law school, and I'm not going to be there for you during that. Like, that's... Is he, I mean, that's, that's one the of thing my is favorite like, lines ever. Everybody has something, and, like, they're going to have to deal with your shit, and you're going to have to deal with their shit, too. Mm-hmm. Word life. Did, did Jax break up with... What's her name? Brittany? Yeah. No, honey. They might be getting a spinoff. No. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be, like, a fish out of water story because, you know, she's got those really conservative parents back home that don't even drink. Oh, my God. Like, they're that – I think it's, like, Baptist or something. Like, they don't even drink. I'm just thinking about the boobs thing where he's like, you want Ds, right? You want Ds. Oh, God. That was so rough. Oh, God. If I'm paying for them, I'm going to decide how big they are. I'm like – you are surgically implanting something into a young woman's body. This week when her top kept popping open during the confessional. I didn't see this week. I'm oh. only on last season. Oh, okay. Well, wh- you'll just wait because okay. when she gets those Ds, there's not a dress in Los Angeles that can contain them. Really? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. By the way, back to this narrative real quick. Girl, she has not gotten back to me. This was already a thing. Uh, she was like, thanks for the flowers last night. But I, I just had a stream of like, no, don't, please, no, no. You can say I remembered him, but please don't say anything. Makes me look lame. No. See, I sound like a fancy, like, European text. No? Oh, yeah. When you ask the I don't in. usually do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, people do that. I don't That like actually, that. when people <laughs> end questions, it's like, that's good, yeah? <laughs> like, want- for some reason, yeah. That's good, yeah. I don't that's like that tr- that's triggering for me. Yeah, me too. It's super trick. I, I don't know why. Like, I had an ex that said that because Eddie Vedder used to say it, and so he just adopted it into his vocabulary at first as a joke, and then it became a thing. That's great, yeah. No, stop saying that. It's triggering. I'm but, upset. But people no are doing that. Great. No, it, that's a little bit fancy. Like, but it's kind of snooty. It's not really who I am. I don't know why I did that. But I think that's I'm like, talking to her on her level. But I'm probably just whatever. But uh, here's the thing. Reframe. Quick reframe. If she already passes it along to the guy, no big deal. If she lets him know that I remembered from the emails that I searched, if she, I think hey, he'd actually be flattered. No if she big did deal. It. Yeah, let's just can we just be delusional all together? Like, yeah. listen, I'm just living. My, I'm on a podcast right now. Yeah. Okay, I'm living my life. I have my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm busy. You're busy. I don't want anything from this guy. You don't want anything. Oh, sorry. I look him up because I'm like, oh, where do I know you from? Whoops. My bad. And by the way, I think it's cute because I think a guy will be flattered that you like texted your girlfriend about him as opposed to like just, I mean. Just aggressively emailing him. Why don't you just text him? She's uh, already back. I hope you have a nice day. (laughs) 
Why don't you text him that and see how you feel? I'm, tell I'm you not something. a loser. I you would are, never text that. I mean, literally, <laughs> can you kill me? Like, I know I have to do another podcast after this, but Alexi, can you take me out behind my house and just blow my brains out? I'm so embarrassed. I hope you have a nice day. And do you want to know why I said it? Not, to- <laughs> not because I hoped he had a nice day. Because I wanted attention from a man because it would make me feel better oh. and because I think I'm hotter than other girls he's dated. Is that so bad? <laughs> Is that so wrong? Is I mean, it's not great. What did she say? That's a different friend I don't care to hear from. You're like, okay. Oh, God. God. Wait, who are we going to end up with? What's what's going to happen to us? We got to get Chris Medina here. You know what? Chris Medina, I don't, oh, no. first of all, I don't, I'm not thirsty for a guy, boy, I don't want a boyfriend. This is uh, the, me, me neither. That's the, other, that's the other thing, too, that pisses me off about this guy is that I think he thinks I want to be the guy that I asked out and said, I hope you have a nice day. Um, oh, God. I feel better oof. now. I uh, hope totally you have cool. a nice day. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's not something I just text to people in my phone. Only a fucking despo loser no. texts that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I've accepted it. I've, I, I'm leaning in. But I, uh, I, I, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, you don't want to have sex with them? Uh, what? Oh, Jokes on this motherfucker because I was hoping to like hook up a friends with Benny as such. And I've never been one to like have I can't I've like always said I can't have casual sex. Yeah. If I can tell you one thing about me right now, it's that I should not have a boyfriend. I can't be responsible for one. What I would like is to occasionally get laid. And I have not been having sex. Like I mean, last night last night was the first time in ten goddamn months. I hope my mom doesn't listen. Was to it this. good? Uh yeah. Oh, good. It was fun. It was fun. I've had the same feelings you have where I've had these like bonehead pretty boy guys I, I don't I, I don't want to talk to, but I, th- I thought to myself, all right, he's giving me some attention. I will totally have sex with this guy. I'll just give I'll, I'll have sex with them mm-hmm. whenever and it'll be this casual thing. And even then they can't because he doesn't want to, I guess. I'm not talking about my my people, my have a nice days. It's like sometimes you just oh so God, what's going to No, it's not embarrassing. We're going to be fine. Is this a this is an advice podcast? You say? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's take our next call. That's it. Oh, that's oh, all really? the calls. Well, then help oh, me. We out. Only did, that's so funny. I love that you and I. This is an unprecedented. Please advise where you and I have have only answered two questions, but we have. I think that we've brought up a lot of questions. We have we've our given own people a lot of things to think about today. Um, you guys, you can find Alexi at her podcast on her podcast. Love Alexi. I did an episode of it. There's lots of great episodes in there. I actually free. I kind of frequently listen to your pod. I enjoy it. Yeah. Like I'll go and I'll do a checkup and I'll be like, what's up with Alexi? Oh, I know that guest. I like them. I'll listen. Um, cause your podcast is one where you really, you're, you do a great job interviewing people and you, but you also really have to like enjoy the guest. I think that's a big, that's a big hook. Oh, I do personally. You mean? No, I do. Oh, like, because I, because you get, you talk about everything and you're so intimate. And yeah. if it's someone that I'm like lukewarm about, I'm like, I don't know that about them. How do you think I feel when I'm interviewing somebody I'm lukewarm imagine. about? I try not to. It happens sometimes. And I'm like, Oh, what did I, what did I do this for? I really, honestly, that's been a huge learning lesson with me. And please advise is that the episodes that are successful are not necessarily the biggest names or the people I enjoy the most. Yeah. And if I'm uncomfortable, comfortable talking to someone it hasn't helped our numbers to have like a big name person it it helps it's more helpful when I have on someone like you or my friend Jackie Johnson or go she, ahead she wrote back my friend wrote back What'd she you wrote say? oh my god I already did it no what 
No, we've already decided I, he would think. Doesn't make you look lame, I promise. It just looks like you were trying to figure out how you remembered him and then you solved the puzzle. Totally fine. His response was, that's wild. Oh, my God. You're, he's probably going to ask you out. Did you send him the photo, question mark? I'm completely humiliated, period. I totally do uh, talk to text all the time. Okay, yeah, that's even more embarrassing. Plus, plus hurts my hand, so I I'm constantly doing that. My shoulder out using my phone. So my my text to that guy would have been, "Hope you're having a nice day." Period. Happy face emoji. But that would be like me saying it into my phone. I hope I die. No, you're great. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna text some random guy. Listen, we're even. I, we are so hey everybody I, you know what as long as you have cool girlfriends with podcasts and you guys can cross pod and you can cross talk, pod listen <laughs> cross we, podding is major women this is alexi here i just want to do a quick shout out i just want to say we're all doing humiliating things left and right but we're gonna hey, be okay Leslie. oh my god the next guest is here so Our exciting next guest is here alexi where can people find you on social media uh everywhere instagram snapchat Facebook, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser, and Love Alexi on iTunes and Nerdist. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here. You guys, please advise Nation. I love you. Talk to you next week. Bye. 